Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah, he must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss and get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. Labor Day's in the rearview mirror. College football is in full swing. The NFL starts this week. What a great time. The seasons are changing, at least in some parts of the country. Are you ready to make some money betting on sports? We are the right place for that. Thank you for joining us. For the next 55 minutes or so, we're going to get you information. It's going to help you make money, get you signed up with the service, so that you'll guarantee yourself a winning year, and much, much more. We have so many different things to get to. Let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky, and we will get this bad boy underway. Brandon, how are you? I am good. The The fact that college football started last week really kind of gave us a, a bit of an appetizer to get through to this week, which is the first full week of football. you got football Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for the next, what, 12, 13, 15 weeks? Uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing what an emotional response yeah. that I have and a lot of, uh, mainly guys, but girls too, in this country have when we hit the first part of September after a long, hot summer, almost nationwide, and how things just immediately, you're, you're, it's like going to get a massage. You just mm. kind of exhale. And when you're betting on the games with us and, and getting my picks and making money, it's even a better time of year. It adds even more emotion or more of a response. And so, yeah, what a great time. We have college football, NFL, baseball still going on. Uh, other than really when we get into October, when we add in basketball, this is the time of year when you should be winning, you should be building profit. If you're a sports fan, it's a great time to uh, you know be alive because September is really a lot of fun as the season starts to change. And we had an electric start to, uh, to college football season. I mean, we had some really – Really fun games. We had some incredibly stupid games, but it was the first weekend where, yeah, if if you you say you know you kind of breathe a little bit, so there's some there's some panic for some for some people because I know a, a lot of people really did not do all that well in week one, whereas we turned a profit. Yeah, this was not the type of year when you wanted to just be the normal average fan who's betting their favorite mm-hmm, teams because mm-hmm. some of those worked. Um, Georgia worked. Oklahoma worked. I mean, some of the Alabama worked. Uh, but some of them didn't. I mean, you get uh, you get Oregon plus a bunch of points. You get some other you know blue blood type teams. LSU was a huge uh, yep. public play on on Sunday, and so you get a lot of these games where if you don't know what you're doing, you're already into it and you're already down. And I we talked about this last week. That's the worst way to start the season. Let me give the website out before we get into last week our plays in particular, uh, and then get people signed up and get ready to win this week. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get the plays, text to your cell phone, email to you. Winning football selections are going to help you make money. 
you opening the paper, if there still still is such a thing, turning on TV, the TV, looking on Twitter, or following free winners, not going to make you money over the course of the season. It's been this way for literally 50 years. I've been doing this for over 25 years. And the same type of people are successful in this each year, and the same type of people are not successful in this each year. It, the, the decisions you make right now are going to have a lot to do with how you do over the next six, seven months of betting on sports. So go to fatjacksports.com. The longer package is less than $100 a week. You can get the weekend game, this NFL kickoff season, college and NFL with free bases for less than a couple hundred bucks. You can get through the end of the month for about $400 through Halloween for about $800. Or the longer packages are less than $100 a week through either the Super Bowl, March Madness, or the NBA Finals. If you want to win, invest less per pick over the long run, play the plays, and start winning. It's really that simple. You know, last week, as you said, a lot of uh, pitfalls for the general public. We turn a nice profit, and there were some easy ones also. If you just played Alabama and Oklahoma, you're in good shape. Uh, if you played any of those other kind of pitfall spots, you might be in trouble. Uh, our last week, it was a great example, kind of a capsule of worst-case scenario, mm-hmm. um, and still won. We still made money. Everybody's up, but we didn't have a lot of good luck. Um, I think we had one in Indiana, I guess you would say, was a lucky game, but that yeah. was kind of the last, te- last team to get the ball wins type thing. Um, but for that... We had two or three that were bad luck. We had Purdue. How does Purdue not cover or win that game against uh, Penn State on Thursday? I mean, they're up in the game, four minutes to go. They're throwing the ball every down, not using the clock. They give just enough time when their defense was not really holding serve anyway. Horrible coaching at the end of that one and a little bit of bad luck. I don't care. Bad luck is fine. Uh, You're going to get some bad luck. You're going to get some good luck. But then what you want to do are have games like our other plays last week, TCU, Minus 12 at Colorado, won by 100. Duke, minus 9 or 10, they won by 100. BYU, mm. were up 21 to nothing before they got off the bus yep. against South Florida. Um, we lost unlucky with Maryland. So our only other loss of our selection or opinion was Maryland. Maryland's giving 21 when the line opens. By the time everybody bets, it's 22, 23 even. Uh, and so we, we, I, I graded that as a loss, obviously, because you know, would have had trouble getting it at 21. Um, but that, that's a team that dominated. They had almost six yards per play in that game against three yards per play against their opponent. And and they give up a 45-yard field goal, I think, to make, to lose by 21 instead of – or to win by 21 instead of 24. Um, late in the game, that didn't mean a whole lot. So unlucky there. UTSA, Texas San Antonio, should have won the game against Houston. Um, and I have under Houston's win total on the year. Really kind of needed them to go ahead and close the deal. Um, a lot of people I know were looking up the rule changes in college football overtime with that yeah. one, right, Brad? Well, I was I was in that group because I was out and about Saturday, just kind of some running some errands, and then I, I'm watching the the game at least on on a on like an app. I just showing the score or whatever, and I see that you know we I feel like we're we're at a comfortable spot, but then I saw that the game goes to overtime, and I, I'm thinking, well, we're not out of the woods yet, and then I saw that. Houston went up by two, and I thought, how in the world in overtime do you go up by two? And then I then it clicked. Starting in that third overtime, you start – it's like penalty kicks almost in soccer. You start alternating two-point conversion attempts until you get a winner. So as soon as that game got to the third overtime, we automatically won that bet. But there was a moment where I started thinking, how in the heck did this happen? 
Yeah, a nationwide, I promise you, with all our clients well, yeah. and people who had UTSA, they were like, now, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. There was a wait-a-minute moment that the app has to be making a mistake. Yes. And a lot of times those apps do that. You know, I, I do on Yahoo a lot, and they're pretty pretty good, normally being pretty accurate. But when you get in overtime, something happens with their software where it looks it just looks different. Sometimes they won't show the plays. as It won't go as fast. You'll be in two overtimes by the time you're getting the update on the first overtime. So a lot of different things went through a lot of people's head. Bottom line is they were the right side of that game. Yep. Should have won easily. Yep. They give up a late score to get it in overtime. They end up you know losing by two, getting four. So the, the long and the short of this, more bad luck than good. A winning week, everybody's into profit if you signed up this time a week ago. Yep. And if you're not into profit, that is really the only thing you should care about. It, because the goals in week one and really week two, this week's the same way. Mm-hmm. You, you just want to make money. That's it. Build profit. Get yourself into a place where you're at no point going to be looking back and trying to figure out how to get even. It's That's like, the worst feeling, right, Brandon? Yeah, it's like the first weekend of the NCAA basketball tournament. If you're a, a team that comes in highly rated, you know what? Do what you got to do to get to the to the next weekend. Survive in advance, and if you Win get in through, advance, yeah. yeah, you get through these first two weeks unscathed. That's that's a huge feather in your cap. Yeah, that's really the goal. Because once you're into profit, you are able to exhale even more. Mm-hmm. You're able to build. If you just thought, hey, I want to play some parlays, I want to do some different things. You can do those things if you want. Yep. If you're winning, it makes more sense. It's more sound, uh, you know, from a gambling perspective. And it's not you guessing or reaching for straws. If you're losing up front, your mindset automatically changes. You're like, what do I do now to get even? You know, don't need to think about making money. It's just what do I do not to give away my extra money. So winning early is the key. I don't care if you win one game or seven games. You just want to get into profit. Then you can open up. There is a road map in this world to get you from starting point to successful gambler. And I've done this for 26 years. It's been tweaked over the years to where I can help you go from zero to profitable sports gambler. But you've got to not only listen to this show, you've got to take the advice and do what we say. Go to fatjacksports.com. Get signed up right now and start winning this week. Of course, the calls and emails have started, the emails mainly. No, jeez. About the people who just are... There's just an idiot born every minute, Brandon. There really is. And they can't help themselves. Like I said, I have thousands of clients. but And so not everybody's going to be a, a rocket science. No. Or a good mechanic or what. Just have a clue. They're not everybody's going to have a clue. I got two emails play last week um, after our 3-0 and Friday and 2-1 and Saturday that said my picks stink. <laughs> I, I, I don't even – how do you – I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't know that you can. I, mean, I, I feel like some of those might just be people who had the email written already, and they just like in a program just decided, you know what, Sunday morning, let's fire off an email at, at Jack just to just to complain about something. And then they immediately get put in a category of I will not respond to emails anymore from them. They will now get sent off into the abyss, and if it's a question, then they'll be answered by somebody other than myself. But I now know you, all you've done is show me you're an idiot. It's like somebody walking around all day with their fly open. <laughs> And don't wear underwear. You know, by, by, the t- by the third hour, if you don't feel that draft, I know exactly what I'm dealing that's, with. That's, that's on you, yeah. It, that's it, on you. <laughs> I mean, everybody walks out now and then. Zipper's a little tricky. They get lazy and not what You just don't zip up. But if you're walking around three, four hours later, and you still are showing the world your, your package, I, I, don't, I, don't have any, I don't have anything for you. No. So um, don't do that. It's a marathon and not a sprint. You're going to have some good luck. You're going to have some bad luck, 
I'm not an emotional place. Nor, nor, nor a vengeful person. Because I'm the, I'm the type of person that if I got some of those emails in, in your position, I would sign them up for like some of the craziest newsletters out there. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, we talked last week that I, I don't do things with people's information that right. is not sound. But you're right, that things do go through my head because once you show <laughs> me that you're an idiot, I mean, I, it's almost game on. Luckily, for mo- I'm not bored. I've got a lot going on with the TV show sure. and all these, right, all these things. So I'm not bored. If I was bored, I probably would be a little more vengeful. But I'm not because it's the NFL and I'm excited and I won't let a couple of jackasses get me down because literally thousands of guys – very, very happy, into profit, and yep. more and more signing up every week. I promise you this. If you're going to bet the game, sign up right now. If you wait another week, you're going to lose on your own. Let's talk about the NFL just a little bit, just some general stuff, because I feel like we I hit on this every year, Brandon, but it doesn't sink in. Everybody thinks they're Kenny Rogers right now, even with anything that happened last week. They're not down a lot if they lost. They're, not up, they're up, maybe up a little bit. But when you get into the NFL, it's a different animal. And if you're not handicapping the NFL differently than you are college football, you're making a mistake. Consider this. Last year, the general public likes to play over, and they like to play favorites. favorites especially home favorites. It's natural, right? I mean, you want to play the better team. Mm-hmm. You want to cheer for the better team. You don't want to have to ask a bad team to play better than they're supposed to. You want to play good teams, and you want to play over because people like points. That theory last year, road underdogs, last year, 85, 73, and 3 against the spread. So road underdogs covered 54% of the time. That is profit. Those are teams that go on the road and are not supposed to do anything good. They made you money. The flip side of that, home favorites last year lost you money. So if you're a guy out there and you home favorites, that's your thing, which most guys, that's what they want to do. It makes sense. And it's an, easy, it's an easy sell, if, if especially if you're a handicapper out there or even just a, a sports gambler on your own. If you're just out there saying, oh, yeah, Chiefs at home, easy, boom, we're done. Yeah, because misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So the guy's <laughs> losing, like, you know what, well, I would have played that myself. It is much harder for, for myself as a handicapper and, frankly, a gambler to walk up to the window and say, give me Jacksonville. You know, it's, it's very mm-hmm. evident, especially in, like, college basketball season. When you start handing out picks for, like, Siena, I, yeah. I kind of sit there and like even me who's been with you for the almost 20 years now, I kind of sit there and go, what in the hell is Jack thinking? But then I'm like, oh, yeah, he knows what the heck he's doing. This this is this is the way if, if you ever watched yeah. the Mandalorian, you know, hey, this is the way this is how things get done. And there's I'll tell you this. There's no world where I wake up in the morning and say, you know what I want to do? I want to I want to sweat the Sienna game today. Sienna <laughs> Canacious, sign me up for that. I can't even watch it unless I go with the 87 other people going to watch it. I, d- I don't want to care about it. That's not what somebody wakes up and says, you know what, that's going to be my Saturday. Today let's it's care- Yeah, today it's IUPUI. Yeah, let's let's figure out how they're doing through 97 ways that you can't watch it on TV. That's not what anybody does. But the the problem is is that I'm betting my hard-earned money, so if I'm going to bet it, I'm going to bet it on the best spot to make me money. That's it. I don't care. If I give you two, a snail crossing the street out here against another snail, bet on that snail. Because I understand you don't want to watch snails race either. You don't want to watch Sienna Canacious. You don't want to bet on Jacksonville. That's not some, That's not sexy. Nobody wants to do that on a Sunday, but I'll tell you what is sexy. When your balance goes from 100 to 200 or 1,000 to 2,000 or 5,000 to 10,000, that is sexy. That's what we're trying to do. That's my only goal because I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to make you money. So that's the deal. Road underdogs, 85, 73, and 3, 54% under the total 
last year in the 2021-2022 year, under also hit 54%. Mm. So if you bet over, if you bet the home favorite and over at every single game last year, you hit 46% of the games and you lost 10% juice. So you got buried. You lost a Toyota, a fully loaded Toyota Camry. Or most likely what happened, because a lot of people out there listening did this, you quit mm. by Halloween probably, which I don't blame you. I would quit too <laughs> if I If you got your tail kicked 40, for, for eight yeah, straight weeks. Hitting, yeah, 46%. I have no profit. I have no bankroll. It's better to quit. Christmas is coming. You have kids and you have you know in-laws and a girlfriend you're trying to impress. I get it. Don't. Don't bet if you're going to hit 44%, 45% every single week. So I get it. But the point is, before this year, don't make the same mistake. All right? It can't, doesn't mean you can bet all road dogs and all over, all unders. That's not what I'm saying. I'm only saying be aware that Vegas knows who's supposed to be good and who's not supposed to be good, and that's why that number matters. If you don't have to think through all this, go to FatJackSports.com and get signed up. Last year, league totals as a league, we talk about offenses and inflating um, you know, the total because the rules are kind of designed mm-hmm. for more offense. Mm-hmm. Last year, the average total across the league, 46. The year before that, it was 49.5. 49.5 was a record. That was COVID 2020. So uh, forty, almost 50-point 50 total in the NFL, highest ever based on the rule changes, everything going on. 46 last year down a little bit, and that's mainly because as the season went along, if you recall the first few weeks last year, the totals were higher. They get a little bit deeper. They went down a little bit, down to 46, because defense is playing better, uh, everybody betting over, and and, uh, and then the game's going under. There's the game's going under, the total comes down. So uh, just some general stats from last year. After the break, we're going to get into We're going to talk a lot about NFL this week. A little bit of college football, and I do want to get your thoughts on last week. We'll probably do that in segment two to start. We'll start college football because I want to give away a free winner before we get much deeper into the NFL uh, week. And then we'll talk college football, what your thoughts were from last week, and then we'll wrap it up with more uh, general trends that are going to help people make people money as they go into the NFL season. 800-298-1383, fatjacksports.com. Get signed up today if you're going to be betting this week. Less than $200 for one weekend or one week. Less than $140 or so for the week if you sign up for at least a month. If you sign up for the entire year, uh, you're going to pay less than $100 a week through the Super Bowl or beyond. You're going to get all the plays. They're text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. They're going to make you money. And more importantly, they're going to be posted and documented on the website under the results tab. So you can go there right now under the results tab and see all the plays that went out week zero, week one in college football, and then, of course, the plays coming up this week. So go to FatJackSports.com. Free winners will be going out not only on the show here in about half a second, but also on uh, Twitter and Instagram at, at FatJackSports. Last week I gave away Ohio State as a free winner, I think, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated that because they didn't cover. And I went through a whole thing about Costco and getting free winners and all that, and nobody heard a word. <laughs> they didn't care about any of it. They don't want to hear You gave away a free winner, it better win or we're going to complain. I mean, it's just the, the most ridiculous thing in the world. It's a free winner. You saw how many plays we released last week. What was it, six, seven, eight plays? And then we had some extra ones. Ohio State was the 12th best play. Right. I mean, it really was way down the list because I, I would rather get emails or texts from people, emails, from guys saying, hey, you free winner lost. I'm never signing up. You're horrible. Then to have my clients who are paying – Say, hey, why am I why am I paying for plays when you're going to give away the free winners on the show? And the because they have a valid point, in my opinion. Sure, I mean they really do. If you if why are you paying if I'm giving away for free? It's like 
encouraging your daughter to go or, or son to go, you know what, before they get married, why you, why buy the cow if the milk's for free, Brandon? Some of us really like milk. There's <laughs> no question. People are people are looking for milk. Just saying I try, I, I encourage people to hold off because nobody's buying the cow. I'll, I, if you want the best plays, get signed up at FatJackSports.com. Let's look at this weekend's game. Brandon, besides the Thursday night game, which this show runs across the weekend, Buffalo and the Rams, who are you looking forward to the most in the NFL card? Kansas City, Arizona. I mean, this is a obviously – a, a high marquee matchup game. It's in that uh, that afternoon window, so this might be the the national game. I haven't fully looked at the uh, the national broadcast schedule, but you got star power. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Kyler Murray. Um, you get to see maybe a fully functional Arizona Cardinal defense uh, try to attack Kansas City, who is trying to figure out how to work and how to manipulate without Tyreek Hill in the lineup. Um, if anybody got to see your show. Uh, beat the odds on any of the hundred some chan- uh, stations across the country. They saw that you're very high on Arizona, so I'm I'm excited to see how this one goes. I I just think there's a chance. I like their value at thirty to one sure. to win it all, and I like the fact that they are capable of returning to the same form they showed, not just for a week or two last year, but literally for two full months. Mm-hmm. They were the number one power rated team in the league last year through seven weeks. They were beating good teams, including the eventual Super Bowl champ, the Rams. And this is a team that got off to a great start. Then they did have a bunch of injuries. Nobody wants to talk about that, but it does matter. Yep. Injuries do matter. Um, now, I will tell you, the uh, the flip side of that coin is they got a head coach who's better better suited for the bachelor than he is a coach in an NFL team. <laughs> they stink when the games matter late in the year. All those, I get all of that. That's why they're 30-1. to 1. I mean, we're not talking about Buffalo or, or even Kansas City that's 10-1 to 1 or 5-1 to 1 or whatever. It, it takes some luck injury-wise, and it takes teams doing something that they're not supposed to do to get great value on these season-long uh, predictions. So, you know, don't let's not put my whole reputation on no, the line if Arizona no. comes out and loses five of the first six, but you're right. I do think they have a chance to return to that form. Yeah, and they would be, I think, what, the third straight team if they were to get to that point to uh, win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. They would. Tampa won, and then the Rams won, and now it would be Arizona on their home stadium. And by the way, I don't need them to win at all. I just need them to get somewhere deep in the playoffs, and at 30-1, to one, yeah, I, we will have thing. hedged out of that spot five or six times. That same $100, <laughs> let's say, will be worth five or 600 even if they lose one of the playoff games. Yep. If they get there, because we're getting it at 30-1 to one instead of the 8-1, to one, it'll be you know in December, yep. if that happens. Um, the total's gone over seven of the last eight Kansas City Chiefs games. These are all pre-Tyreek Hill. For those of you who didn't see the TV show um, or catch this last year, Kansas City, consider this, Chiefs fans. Kansas City and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has 179 touchdown passes to this point. For Kansas City, 179 TD passes. Of those 179, 146 were with Tyreek Hill on the field. Oof. So let's not act like Hill going to Miami is not going to have any effect on this offense. I get what they've replaced with. Sure. I understand them spreading the ball out and the diversity they're going to be able to show um, from a receiving core. But I also recognize that that Tyreek Hill was a, a next-level weapon yep. that even when he wasn't catching touchdown passes, he was creating one-on-one opportunities for other dudes to catch the ball and score touchdowns. So that is a lot uh, of – it's a different look for these, for these Kansas City Chiefs. They have won 11 of their last 13 games. Arizona 4-1 and one against the spread, their last five against Kansas City. And at home in this series – Four of the last five games have gone under the total. Mm. So that, that to me, is the, the stat that matters the most. When Kansas City typically goes to Arizona, 
And I put a lot of stake in what teams are able to do week one versus what they're able to do in week four, five, six, seven. Um, Kansas City has not performed great offensively, even with Hill and company, in this arena with against this team. If they don't get uh, the total over, I think Kansas City is going to have a tough time of winning this game. So I actually like Arizona here. I think Arizona is the right side of the game. And maybe I'm a little bit, you know, I've been talking about Arizona all year long um, with you know, the season win total and stuff. Right. And maybe I'm a little bit more enamored with them than I should be. And again, that's why it's a free winner. But uh, yeah, Arizona over Kansas City is your first free winner of the day. 800-298-1383. The better way to do it, go to fatjacksports.com. We are going to be incredibly busy this weekend. So if you call up, you need to be one of those that does not know how to work the internet. <laughs> Because that's who should be calling up Saturday morning. I do have guys that they're like, you know, Jack, I just can't figure any of it out. I don't know where the on button is on my computer. I'd rather sign up over the phone. I try to be patient with those people. I'm not Bill Gates. I understand the Internet can be difficult. I'm not judging it. But if you work the Internet, go to the website, sign up. It's the easiest way. Don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, you don't have to talk to anybody. You're certainly not going to get me being short because I've got six calls on hold. And you're going to get the plays immediately, text to your cell phone or email to you, or if you call up, we put it, We have to process it manually, and it takes a little bit longer. So the closer we get to game time, the more imperative it is for you as a player to go ahead and go to fatjacksports.com, sign up on the website, get the plays automatically sent to you, get the uh, recommended betting guide automatically sent to you that will answer just about every single question you'd have. And then if you have questions beyond that, after you read that, then send us an email under the contact us button on the website. And I have somebody standing by that will answer that for you to get those questions answered. It's very seamless, very turnkey, not a lot of that typical handicapper behavior. I think that's probably out there and I'll never call you back. I'll never sell your information. None of that. I'm just going to send you the same games that I'm personally playing that are going to help you make money. This is Lindsay, and one of the sexiest things about the Fat Jack besides his belly is that he promotes responsible gambling. So if you're trying to win enough money to pay your rent or betting with money that should be used for other things like food or simply think you or someone you know might have a gambling problem, don't call Jack, silly. Call 800-522-4700 and get help today. Now, enjoy the show and have a great weekend. First week of the NFL season. Gosh, life is just so much better when there's the NFL. I mean, it's great when there's college football, but I mean, just the fact we're going to have games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then quick soon after that, we're going to have weekday games. Uh, it is a, an awesome time to be a football fan and even a better time to be a client at fatjacksports.com. Uh, get signed up. We killed the NFL last year, had a really, really good year. September and October were, I mean, ridiculously good returns. Um, our college didn't start off great. That's why week one in college was very um, encouraging because last year we didn't start off great in college, but we more than made up for it with the NFL stuff. It was really, really easy right up front for about two months before it even got a little bit difficult. So I expect the same this week. Very, very dialed in. You know, this TV show we're doing, Beat the Odds, or I'm doing it is uh, NFL-driven. So the the information is there. A lot of different opinions that have been – I've drilled down and drilled down. 
Uh, after the break, we're going to talk about some of those trends that I'll, I'm going to talk about coming up on that show and just some general things that will help people get the profit early. Before we do that, though, let's talk about college football, Brandon. Um, thoughts from week one? What do you, what'd you take away? I was very impressed to see that it appears that teams have really begun to, I feel, understand, A, the offseason conditioning, B, getting their guys physically ready. You didn't see a bunch of guys getting cramped up, even though temperatures were, were very high across the south and, and even the east, that there weren't a bunch of guys you know, having cap- have cramps having uh, you know, obviously we saw some videos of dudes just flat puking on the sidelines but what hasn't changed and is continues to be a frustration is that the situational awareness of players and coaches is definitely not there at the college level one in mind is the Appalachian State North Carolina game Appalachian State trying an onside kick you know to, to prolong the game North Carolina guy returns it for a touchdown and then that all that did was just open the door for App State to come back and, and almost win that game late. He falls on the on the ball. They're taking knees. They're out of there. And there, there were a number of cases like that across the country, which which were very frustrating for me because that's always been something that's annoyed the heck out of me, is that players, and you can tell that their coaches, don't understand situational football, even still to this day. And it's funny how you'll get that in programs that – you would expect them to be better. I mean, Purdue absolutely comes to mind mm-hmm. against Penn State. How do you not run the ball some? If you're a head coach, there's three and a half, four minutes left. Your defense has already been susceptible to a lot of what Penn State was yep. doing. You've got the lead. You're up I don't know, two, two or three points at home. And you for two straight drives or three straight drives with about two and a half minutes to play, you just throw the ball. And it hits the ground, and 20 seconds run off the clock, and your defense is right back out there. I don't understand how the head coaches say, dude, run the ball. Yeah. Even if we get nothing, we just need them to use their timeouts. Teams start to panic, but when you leave them a minute, even a minute or so, with all their timeouts, that is a lifetime in college football. And those are things that work in Purdue, Indiana. Mm-hmm. They don't work in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They don't work in Norman, Oklahoma. You would, there would be, I mean, so much outrage if some of the things that some of these coaches do across the country, that if they did it in some other spots. So I don't know what it is. If you're going to hire a coach, I would make them take a rules test. If I was athletic director, yep. I'd A, make them take a rules test. There should never be any you know, flags or replay flags from the NFL coaches thrown on the field in spots that don't allow instant replay. You should, ha- you should be required, if you're going to get 3 or $4 million a year, to understand all the rules of the sport you're supposed to be coaching. Yep. Game theory is, is something that I think is, is, is lacking on, on all levels, and I'm sure we will see it this weekend in the NFL where a coach, and I, I know one right off the top of my head that I'm sure is going to do something dumb, um, looking at you, Mike McCarthy, that you know, you're just going to sit there and look and be like, yeah, you make how much money and you still don't know that rule? I, there's a guy working at UPS right now that knows that rule. Yeah, and, and it obviously takes more than that, but I just that's about effort. Yeah, Learning the rules of sport, you're being paid millions of dollars to coach, is not about intelligence, it's about effort. And if it is about intelligence and you can't learn it, doesn't that say something about your coaching right. ability? I don't right. understand it, but you're right. College football, I mean, Brent, I hate to say it, other than, I'm excited to see where Michigan is. We're not going to find that out this week. I am going to back up on them a little bit on my beating down. They're the, you realize they're the first team in the history of the, of the league – or betting that's opened or going to be a 50-point or higher favorite Oof. this week against Hawaii. Opens 46, immediately goes to 50. Um, this Michigan team's doing things really well on both sides of the ball, and Hawaii is horrific. I mean, they lost to, I think, Western Illinois, Western Kentucky, somebody late. Got yep, really they, they, yeah, they got hammered by Vanderbilt and then Western Kentucky in successive weeks. Now they go and play a team that won the Big Ten a year ago. 
and is is out to prove that they're the best in the league. And I and I don't think uh, they're not a team that typically runs it up necessarily, but they mm-hmm. don't alter their offense if they're up big. They don't show mercy on teams. We now saw they, that last week in Michigan. So they are playing a different quarterback this week because Jim Harbaugh can't decide on a quarterback coming out of camp. So he's playing a, a whole different quarterback than he played in week one. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, I'm not going to. Book my. You live in Michigan or Ann Arbor. I don't know that I'd be booking my reservation for the national championship game just yet. Mm. Um, but I do think this team is is heading the right direction. And fifty point favorite against anybody uh, is a big deal. Uh, I'm excited to see about them. Texas, Alabama. I guess one of the marquee. I guess. I mean, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this? Texas, Alabama. Texas hosting Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama coming off huge win. Nick Saban does it again as a thirty point favorite. Uh, Texas also one and zero playing at home. Alabama, a 20-point favorite on the road. What are your thoughts on that one? I, I don't think – I mean, this is being sold by Fox as, I mean, it's the big noon kickoff. This is the marquee matchup. All they're concerned with is getting eyes on the game. How long those eyes are going to be there, unless you live in Tuscaloosa, I don't see how many game, you know, how long the national public is going to be engaged in this game because Texas cannot match Alabama's top 22 guys. Yeah, Texas not ranked for the fir- for the first time in a long time in the preseason AP poll. The last time they were not ranked preseason to start the year, they went five and seven. Mm. Um, this team's typically ranked simply based on hype. Um, Alabama, and I don't think you're going to get any type of call off the dogs here. Not only no. is the game only twenty, but out with with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the to the SEC, and Texas just be Texas is that pretty super hot smoke show who walks in to the spelling bee and signs up and you know the people that are giving the words out want to give her the hardest word of the world because they're like what are you doing here you don't belong here look at you now i know that's a little bit sexist a lot sex i suppose because she might be a brains uh you know a brain surgeon hey you bring in a good looking dude maybe he doesn't know how to spell same thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Girl, guy, doesn't matter. Bring in some some dude that looks like a surfer. You know, blonde hair. He didn't wear a shirt to the spelling bee. <laughs> Just rolls in in his flip flops and no shirt and his board shorts. That guy. That I promise you, they're sitting over there like, wait, find me a Rex Adelphia or something. We can get this old boy. And get him out of here. <laughs> That's what Alabama's thinking of Texas. Why do we care about you? You're 25 and 20 in the Big 12. Your last 45. 45 games in a conference that can't even smell or you know what? Mm-hmm. Why we care about you? What What is so good about Texas? I mean, they're going to love their away locker room, but besides that, burn orange. You know, they're going to hate that. They're going to they're going to travel well. Yep. And I don't think there's any calling off the dogs. It opens 16 and a half up to 20. I think that thing gets above three touchdowns before kickoff. Uh, I, listen, Texas recruits well every year. Astro, you know, all, all you all you Longhorn fans are like, hey, this guy just hates. I don't hate Texas. I do. I, okay, that's perfectly fine. You and I are not married. I, I you might hate them, you hate them. I love Texas when I have when I bet on them. That's true. When when I hadn't bet on them, I don't care. They can be the, good, bad, and different. Doesn't make me any difference at all. Alabama, I like them when I play them. I don't like them when I don't. But I will tell you, Ala- Texas recruits well, has recruited well, and if those kids automatically line up under Sarkeesian and they play well and Alabama turns it over a couple times, you're not getting any value. This is one of those, and this is kind of my point, with co- week two of college football and week two of the NFL. You're not going to get any value betting on a team that went and rolled it up on their last opponent in a spot that most of the general public who doesn't know anything about the lines are going to think they're going to perform well again. And that is what you're getting here with Alabama. 
you're getting it's only 20. I mean, that's not that many, Brandon. Mm-hmm. It's not even three touchdowns yet. And you have a, a, one team that's not ranked preseason, and the last time that happened, they were five and seven. They're a little over 500 in conference against one of the two or three best teams on the planet every single year in college football. So 20, not that many points. But I will tell you, we get spots like this every week. You know, BYU goes to South Florida last week. That was one of my releases. BYU had had more returning starters than any team in the country last week. Mm. South Florida has a bunch of also 18 returning starters. No, oh, by the way, they were horrible last year. So returning starters can be a good thing. They can be a bad thing. If you're, right. only returning, you're returning 18 of them and they all stink, I don't care if you're returning them. BYU has been a well-oiled machine for a couple of years now, and they went down and just took South Florida behind the woodshed as a 12 or 13 point favorite that could look like to a lot of people that was a trap game ended up trapping South Florida in the shed and BYU get an easy winner both straight up and against the spread this could be one of those spots where it's just names on the front of the jersey people make a case for Texas because they're Texas Mm -hmm. but Alabama is far superior on both sides of the ball so it is an intriguing matchup for me and I promise you most people be paying attention at least early um, to see how it rolls out. But I actually like, for, just for an extra free winner, I like Alabama minus. I cannot play Texas. Until further notice, I'm not playing Texas. No, it's it's a very hard pill to swallow. Texas 6-1 and one against the spread. Or, sorry, 6-1 and one to the under. Their last seven at home. They don't score a bunch of points at home. They're only five games over 500 in conference over the last 45 conference games. And Alabama right now has the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy again. Young it, went moved up to where he's now two or three to one to win the Heisman Trophy. And I think there is going to be some bad. Other than the Texas A&M game, when Alabama plays them, and the coaches literally may get a fist fight. <laughs> I think this is one of those, certainly out of conference, that Alabama is going to want to make a statement, especially because Texas recruits really well. Mm-hmm. They're heading into your league, and there will be kids. Texas will be in their living rooms talking to that Alabama also wants. Now, Alabama wins most of those one-on-one yep. head-to-head matchups, but if you go down there and for some reason struggle against Texas or, God forbid, lose, those type, of, those type games will set your part for sure. Mark it down. There's nothing wrong with Texas facilities, nothing wrong with the hype machine, nothing wrong with their uh, money that they're paying their players. All of those things are competitive. But ultimately, guys, especially in the interior defensive and offensive line, they decide where to go based on who's going to get me the lead fastest, and I want to be playing on the last game of the year if I can, and Alabama's going to give them that opportunity. So they're winning right now, but I don't think this is anything to be taken lightly if you're Alabama and company. Absolutely not. And there's there's a number of teams, I think, in that uh, in that in similar situations, especially with games this weekend, that, you know, hey, they're probably a lot better than the other team, uh, but they, they've got to go out and prove it now too. Yeah, when you're recruiting against these kids, these guys, especially with the transfer portal, you do not want to be losing games like this that you're supposed to be the favorite. Another big game, by the way, FatJackSports.com. Get signed up right now. If you're going to be betting the games this week, go to FatJackSports.com. Less than $100 a week when you sign up for the longer packages. A lot of guys taking advantage of the weekend package or the one day, 89 bucks for one week. I don't know why somebody do that. If you sign up even for the month, you're going to pay less or about 89 bucks a week. Not just for one day, but if all you want to do is dip your toe in, get the get one day. It's eighty nine bucks. Get Saturday, get Sunday, get yourself into profit this weekend. That's obviously better than nothing. The weekend package is going to save you money through the end of September. Is going to save you even more through Halloween. Is going to save you even more. The packages longer than that are going to make you a winning sports gambler, and you're going to pay less to do it. So go to FatJackSports.com, sign up now, and win. The other game, Brent, I'm really fired up for is this Tennessee Vols game. 
Minus the six and a half at Pitt. Yeah, going to Pitt is going to be a, a very interesting game because, I mean, Pitt last week coming off the uh, the backyard brawl, they played West Virginia for the first time in over a decade. They had obviously had a lot of attention uh, geared towards that game throughout the entire offseason going into that game, playing that game at home. Now they got to turn around and play a, a Tennessee team which historically has had uh, you know some some big letdowns in some big spots, but they they looked really pretty good last week, albeit against Ball State. But I, I'm very excited to see what this game is going to turn into because of of how they looked a week ago, and then also to see if if Pittsburgh can sort of you know how they how they can respond after a a game like that to where it would, they threw everything at West Virginia and had to hold on late to win that game. Yeah, you've got one team that's really a litmus test for them because you, you expect Heupel's offense to be better year to year. Off, uh, the team to be better. Uh, they were looked incredibly good and efficient offensively against Ball State. That, as you said, was Ball State. They turned the ball over the first play of the game, uh, give up a touchdown second play of the game, and the, and the route was on. Uh, the elite guys with the lower-rated plays, they got Tennessee in the first half of that game with one of the easier wins of the entire weekend. Um, with what was lower rate. By the way, if you're interested, you play more than 300 bucks a game or like to play more than just the top plays, go to the package page, look at the elite package, email us if you want prices. It costs more because you get more plays, you get more uh, information on games we're not playing. We checked that out. But yeah, last week, uh, they got Tennessee minus the points in the first half. That was an easy winner. Litmus test for them, a big up step up in cl- competition against Pitt. As you said, coming off kind of, during kind of a letdown spot against a real dangerous Tennessee team that offensively is going to score a bunch of points. I think West Virginia is better than most of the country thinks. So mm-hmm. the fact that game was close could have gone either way. I don't really blame as much on Pitt. Um, I think they're really good. This would be a huge win if Tennessee was able to go there and get the win. Tennessee 5-0 and to the over their last five games. They are scoring a bunch of points. It doesn't matter. That's why they hired Josh Heupel, and he is getting it done offensively. Defensively, I don't know if we learned anything last week. This will be the test for them. I like over in the game. If you're going to make me bet this game, I go ahead and go over the 65. Seems like a lot of points, mm. but I do think this has the potential to get into a track meet. Tennessee also 5-1 and the so five and zero over their last five overall, five and one over their last six on the road. So I would go ahead and go over the the, the total here. If you make me play the game, I do lean toward Tennessee. I'm believing what Josh Heupel's selling. Um, I think they have better players on 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 campus. I think defensively they're going to improve as they go through the year. The reason this is a free winner versus a release play though is because I don't exactly know about that side of the ball just yet. And so it'll be a wait and see for me. I wouldn't put a lot of money on it. But I do. My hunch is, is this this defense is going to be better, and their offense travels. So I'll go ahead and lean toward Tennessee minus the points, and then over the total. Eight hundred two nine eight one three eight three FatJackSports.com. The NFL season is here, guys. It is time to get signed up. I, I have a lot of plays going out on Tuesday, by the way. So if you're listening to a podcast of this show, get signed up early. Because we're going to have a ton of games. They're going to go out. Last week, as I said, Maryland goes out at 21, immediately goes to 22, and then works up. So if you sign up early, you got a push there. You sign up later, you got a loss. There are going to be games where the volatility of the line is going to matter. Some of them. Now, those will work for us some and against us some. But if you best line, sign up early, get the plays early, and then – Get the best line leading up to kickoff. Maybe it happens on Tuesday. Maybe the money's coming in the other side, and you wait a couple of days. But getting that information to you early in the week will help you make more money over the long run 
no matter what. So go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up right now for the weekend or for the month or for the year and start making money. If you are looking for more action this week, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. With multi-sport prop entries, you can mix and match your action every day from almost anywhere in the country. Sign up with promo code FATJACK and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's $100 when you sign up with promo code FATJACK. Go to prizepicks.com or download the app and sign up with promo code FATJACK to get in on the action today. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. It's NFL season. Our college plays are off to a great start. We are into profit and everybody's winning. Are you ready to join us? Do not dig yourself a hole on your own. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than $100 a week, get winning selections, text to your cell phone, and email to you. No hassle, no double talk, no upselling, just consistent winning football plays. Text to your cell phone and email to you. Go to FatJackSports.com for less than $100. Put money in your pocket this football season. This is Lindsay, and one of the sexiest things about the Fat Jack besides his belly is that he promotes responsible gambling. So if you're trying to win enough money to pay your rent or betting with money that should be used for other things like food or simply think you or someone you know might have a gambling problem, don't call Jack, silly. Call 800-522-4700 and get help today. Now, enjoy the show and have a great weekend. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And for the final time this week, here is our host, ready to make this weekend a profitable one. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour segment number three. You're right. It's going to be a profitable one. Week one was profitable. Now week one of the NFL is going to be profitable. It's going to be a great week. The question is, are you going to enjoy that week? Are you going to make money that week, this week? All you have to do is go to FatJackSports.com, sign up, picks or text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. And you're going to win money. Brandon, you know, we talk a lot about the NFL and we talk a lot about uh, trends Mm -hmm. that it's road dogs, it's under, think there first, and then work from that that angle. There are a couple of different um, trends that lead against that. Since 2014, double-digit favorites in the NFL. Now, we don't have any this week, but we will. Coming up here pretty quick, soon as teams kind of show who they are. Double-digit favorites in the NFL are cashing at 59.8% of the time, almost 60% of the time, double-digit favorite cashing since 2014. And in those games, under the total, also cashing almost 60% of the time, 59.8% of the time. So what does that tell us? Good teams are good and bad teams are bad. (laughs) And and we've said this for years. Guys out there who watch, listen to the show or watch us on on, uh, YouTube or whatever, the top two or three Five teams are really good. Mm-hmm. The bottom two, three, five teams are really bad. Everybody else is about the same. So once we get into the season and they start showing you who they who they are, who these bottom two, three, four teams are, when you get the games where they're playing with the really good teams, believe what they, what you've seen. That's the time to believe it. Don't believe it every week. 3.5 points, whatever. Don't believe it. Underdogs first, unders first, and then find a reason why a, a favorite might cover. But when we get this disparity in the line and kind of those red flags go off, double-digit favorites are cashing, unders in those games are cashing. Basically what happens is the underdogs in those teams are not able to play defense and they're not able to score, most likely because of injuries. So it'll be Jacksonville, the Jets possibly, one of those teams that gets some injuries early, isn't playing well, and another couple of teams also, Houston possibly. Uh, But you'll see two or three, four teams that just – 
they're bad and they get injuries. And when that happens, there's some value there when they're playing the favorite at double digits. I like it. That It's crazy how those, those two go hand in hand. The other thing, yeah, it's because you've got one team not playing well. The other team, this week one, everybody watch out for this one. Teams last year that won between four and six games. So we're talking about parity in the league, everybody kind of being about the same. Teams that were pretty bad last year, when they turn the corner because they got better draft picks, they've got a better schedule, all those type of things. When they turn to the new year in week one, they're, they're at a 66% against the spread trend. So pretty bad last year as an underdog, week one the next week. So underdog's the key. So you get a bad team from the year before, won four to six games. Coming on to the new year, they're an underdog in week one. They're covering at a 66% clip over the last 100 games. Four of those, five of those teams are going this week. They're like, well, Jack, who the heck's that? Why do I want to look that crap up? Well, you don't. <laughs> That's why you turn into the show, as I'm going to tell you. Both the New York teams, yep. Giants and the Jets, are yep. in that category. Chicago Bears, Carolina, and Houston. Okay. All of those teams last year won four to six games. They're an underdog this week, and that spot, they're on a trend of 65-33-2. So last 100 games are hitting about 66% against the spread. That's, I mean, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. That, my friend, is, is a statistic. Drilling down, brother. That's yeah. what we do here. We drill down. We get you through the information that doesn't matter to some trends that, listen, they're not all going to cover. <laughs> but on average, over the last 100 games, three of the five will. That's what's going to happen. You play all five, three of the five, if you look at the last 100 games, they're going to cover. There's a t- How much time we have? We, run out we, time? we have about a minute, yeah. Okay, about a minute left. The other thing I would look at is when both teams missed the playoffs from the previous year and are playing each other in week one, the under is the play. All right, so look at the Baltimore game, Philadelphia, Jacksonville, New Orleans, Cleveland, and Denver. All those teams are playing other teams. Look under in those games. Two teams matching up that did not make the playoffs the previous year. And the reason is because most likely they didn't make the playoffs because their defensive players got hurt. Offensive players, unless your quarterback gets hurt, they're going to stay about the same offensively on the power rating. Defense is where you start losing your you-know-what. It's because you get defensive injuries, cornerback, linebackers, D-line, and you start giving up more points. By the next year, you replace those players. They've gotten healthy, so early in the year you play better defensively. All right, just a couple of trends to look at. We have a ton more of those, guys. Tune in. Download the podcast of the show because we're getting ready to do the podcast version of this. We're give away free winners. I'll give away another one of those trends. Most importantly, more information is going to get you into profit as we go through the year. Go to FatJackSports.com if you don't want to decipher through all this information, try to figure out who's going to win. I'll give you the best chance to win. FatJackSports.com. Hey, this is Bad Jack. If you're listening to the podcast, the show, thank you for staying with us. Thank you for downloading. Be sure and set your um, your settings to where we have a new one come out. You get the podcast the minute it comes out. A lot of the information on here will have free winners and different games that will help you make money. And these lines will be moving as we head through uh, the week. So you want to get this information as early as possible only on the podcast of the show. So you can get it at any of the major podcast outlets wherever you download those brandon what do you think about this week you know i was good we were talking off the air i had a story i don't know if i could tell it or not but i had a story are you excited about this week i i am i we always talk about seeing how teams especially in in college football how they look from week one compared to week two uh there's a couple teams who uh i thought looked pretty good in week one florida is a team that comes to mind had a huge win at home against utah now they gotta turn around and play kentucky at home 
obviously it's it's a it's a daytime kickoff so probably not as much juice in in the swamp as there as there may have been for for this game because they traditionally have owned Kentucky but that's a program that's kind of trending upward a little bit is Florida as good as they showed a week ago against a really good power in in Utah who's won the Pac-12 or do they just kind of come back to earth a little bit I'm very interested to see what they what they can throw out there well Napier is one of those guys Brandon he is fourth in college football in wins mm. over the last um the last three seasons now of course he wasn't at florida but he's only behind the latest 33 wins actually now 34 wins after winning against utah over the last three seasons which is only behind nick saban kirby smart Dabo sweeney and fickle mm. um from cincinnati he is right behind there so this guy all he does is win 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 no matter what that's who this guy is and so them getting it done even though that a toss-up game at the end um Maybe we shouldn't be surprised because Napier knows how to win football games. Yep. The line should worry you if you're a, a Florida fan in this one. I mean, it's only four, four and a half points. Uh, and Kentucky, you know, they are a team that does not cover the number well. Uh, Mark Stoops, one of the leaders in the country of not covering numbers, 33 and 40 over his last 77 starts Eesh. against the spread. Doesn't cover much, doesn't care about that. Um, and so this is a game where they're going on the roads an underdog. Obviously, everybody wants to win, but – Florida also has dominated this series. The twelve and one straight up their last thirteen in the series in the swamp, twenty-three and two in the series overall against Kentucky. So they've owned pretty much everything in this spot, yet the number's only four, four and a half. I do think there will be a little bit of regression after last week, a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say Florida is is more of the real deal here. So I'm gonna play Florida minus the points here. What are your thoughts? I, I kind of think that uh, I'm I'm with you in that. I, I really don't know though if they are gonna be able to have the attention uh defensively. Because defense obviously um early in the year is is generally ahead of some offenses but with the fact that they're playing uh a, a day game it's going to be hot and and they're not they haven't been looking forward to this game as much as they had that Utah game uh, a week ago i i'm really concerned to see if that offense can can come back i kind of think in the under might be solid just because the uh, or excuse me the the over going to be uh, a play here because the the defenses maybe aren't going to be as engaged as they were a week ago yeah, total fifty-one. So uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate that play either. A lot of the expectations will be on Kentucky to play good defense. Yep. That's kind of how they stay in games. Uh, Florida also, after a pretty good offensive output, we'll see exactly where they are against uh, you know another really good defense. Um, what about Baylor BYU? That's another kind of marquee game going on this weekend. Baylor a uh, or BYU a two and a half point favorite at home against Baylor, one of the top 12, 13 ranked teams in the country. Uh, they go out to Utah. What do you think about this one? Never an easy place to play, and it's always interesting to see teams from the South go play at altitude. I don't think people understand who have never you know spent time in Utah, Wyoming, Colorado to understand what that does to you physically. If you don't go there a couple days ahead of time and sort of acclimate to everything, you can really open yourself up to be a, a swift kick in the pants. Yeah, we hope it's only a couple days. A lot of times it takes longer than mm-hmm. that. And it, you, we see early in the year, we talked about this during the show, the uh, the uh, fatigue factor, the playing into game shape, it was better this year. But there were still three or four spots where teams were definitely fading. Uh, I'm here for BYU right now. Um, I'm a believer in what they're doing. I, I, I like what they did, did during COVID. Mm-hmm. I like what they did last year. They're returning a ton of starters, and these are good players. And they're not going to – 
you know, roll over for Baylor. Baylor's a very good team. They get them on their home field. BYU is only a small favorite. Another one of those where you might think the line is a little bit out of whack. BYU 16 and two straight up their last 18 home games as well. So they typically get it done up in Utah. Does the fact that BYU plays at Oregon next week do anything to change your mindset in that? It only doesn't because it's Baylor won the Big 12. I think they will get their attention. I, by the way, am not a hater of Baylor. I picked them to win, win the, the Big, Big 12. 12 right? so yeah. I think there's a very good chance they lose this game and still win the Big 12. And I saw nothing last week from the Big 12 schools to lead me off of that. Now, we'll see how this goes. It could be by 40 maybe. But uh, as long as they're competitive here, I still like their chances in the league. And especially considering the way Oregon looked last week, I don't know that BYU's BYU is probably breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief saying, wow, Bo Nix really is as bad as he was at Auburn. And at this point, you can't lose to a Big 12 team and then have an argument to play in the national championship <laughs> no, game, even if you run not. through the Pac-12, right? Yeah, I mean, no. so you, you – if I'm BYU, those are my goals. I can, I can win my league. I can beat some named teams all over the country, and I can make my way into that conversation to be one of those final four teams. You can't drop it to Baylor – and then win your league. It's just not going to happen no. that way. So I actually like BYU minus the points in that one. Quickly give one, and I'll give one more, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, NFL, how about Baker playing against uh, Cleveland? His, it, it, the NFL schedule makers are absolute geniuses, and I yeah. still believe that they knew where Baker was going before they released the schedule. I also think the Deshaun Watson suspension was predicated based off when the Texans play Cleveland. But Baker going against Carolina or against Cleveland this weekend, I think he's going to be so amped up and ready to play. Um, whatever his prop is for interceptions, I'm taking the over because he's going to try to play full hero ball. I love the guy, but he, he he's going to try and stick it to Cleveland, and I think he's going to put them in, in bad spots sometimes. The one thing that we know from watching 48 Hours, Brandon, is that there's very few coincidences. Mm-hmm. And you're right. The schedule, I mean, the fact that Seattle is going to play Denver. Right. And we we kind of felt like Carolina was going to end up being the home for Baker Mayfield anyway. anyway. And nobody's surprised he's starting. So, yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense. There's going to be so many good games on Sunday having nothing to do with the competitive value, just the second-tier storylines of a lot's going on. Listen, that's why the NFL is, are their kings. Yeah, they exactly. are the kings. They are the kings of um, content throughout the – I mean – they own every month of the season, you know, between the, the, the combine and then the draft and then free agency and then training camps. I mean, it doesn't matter. They know exactly what they're doing before the games are even played. Yeah, my last free winner, then we'll get out of here. I like Pittsburgh uh, going to play Cincinnati. Mike Tomlin, the king of underdog football, especially early in the year. Mike Tomlin's on a 41-23-2 and two run Ooh. against the spread as a, as a dog. As a road dog, he's 29-19-1 against the spread and has won almost half those games straight up. This dude, and he's had bad quarterback play a lot over those for those A lot of those, those years, covers. yeah. I mean, Roethlisberger had a lot of years where he was not on top of his game. So whether it is Pickett or whether it is Trubisky, whoever's going in there, yeah. that team is going to be ready to play. Yeah, I don't even care who plays. They're both going to be an upgrade from what Roethlisberger was throwing out last, last year, year yeah. early in the year. And they're also, since Sean Payton is not coaching, Sean Payton and Tomlin were the two kings of underdog football. Guys, write that down if you're listening to that. We didn't talk about that on the show. But Mike Tomlin will get there more times than not when he's an underdog than any other coach in the, in the league. So play Pittsburgh plus the points against Cincinnati. Brandon, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football. Thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast of the show. Until next week. This has been the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-7529.
1383 or log on to fatjacksports.com to join the long list of winners. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. It's NFL season. Our college plays are off to a great start. We are into profit and everybody's winning. Are you ready to join us? Do not dig yourself a hole on your own. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than $100 a week, get winning selections, text to your cell phone, and email to you. No hassle, no double talk, no upselling, just consistent winning football plays. Text to your cell phone and email to you. Go to FatJackSports.com for less than $100. Put money in your pocket this football season. 